Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, before we start this week's episode, please go over to our proud partner at 80.LV. It is the best place for game developers, digital artists, animators, video game enthusiasts, CGI and effects talents to learn about new workflows, tools, and share their work. It's a great resource to evolve and develop your pipeline. Also, are you going to GDC and want to meet up with us? Well, join us in our Discord for what we have planned for our unofficial official meetup. Clues and details will be dropped in there as we get closer and closer to the big event. If you want to find the Discord link, go to our main website, www.gamedevunchained.com. If you want to support our podcast, please go to our patreon.com forward slash gamedevunchained and become a member. We have something special for all our members at DDC along with other perks that are available monthly. So if you're looking for a way to join and for a reason to join... This is the best time to do it. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over the globe, the world, intergalactic or domestic, however, why ever, whenever this sweet, sweet audio podcast hits your ears, you got to know what time it is. It's Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team. The other person is a mystery. No one knows who it is, but I'll give you a little hint. The first letter of his name starts with Brandon Pham. What's up, everybody? At least one of us know who it is. This is Brandon (laughs) Pham. Welcome to this week's episode. And please also welcome our special guest, a returning favorite, Vera Soon. Hey. Also known as... You guys got it down now, man. This is the last time I'll talk to you guys. You guys have it down. Yeah. So V, uh, this is probably, I would think, what, at least second time, but maybe third time you've been back on the podcast. Yeah. Um, why don't you just get us a quick, 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 quick review of your whole resume, just so that you <laughs> people have a, a basic understanding of who you are. Yeah, what game uh, have you made, V? Yeah. Yeah, so let's, let's do a review. Um, the podcast I did a while back was the one where animating for games and films. Yeah. So right now, I'm currently still in films. Uh, it's been 10 years now. Um, so I've, I'm currently at Double Negative, where I'm working on... I don't know if I can say it yet. So the last one I just worked on is Specific Room 2. So that's one coming out. Mm-hmm. And then before that... Pacific uh, Rim. Specifically, uh, this rim. Which rim? Pack Rim 2. I'm just going to say Pack Rim 2. Yeah. Uh, pack what rim? And, <laughs> yeah, before that, I was uh, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Name Car Rangers. Name um, he told me to give you a quick <laughs> resume. Yeah. Uh, Avengers. 
Transformers. Uh, Avengers, Smurfs, the, the latest Smurf one, all cartoon Smurf. one. Chipmunk. And what uh, games? I think that was the last time I talked to you guys, though. I was just going in, to fully featured films over at Sony, and that was Smurfs. So since then, I did like about three, four, five, four, five right. movies. What games did you work on? To the games, um, the, the last, most recent was Destiny. Destiny 1, because uh, yeah. now there's the Destiny 2. Damn. Um, and then Bioshock 2 with Brandon mm-hmm. and XCOM, the the third person one, the one that nobody really wanted, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And then I guess I worked on a smaller game like WiiWare and stuff like that. Like, so yeah. So the reason why we're kind of going into bringing V back is because there's something very special about this group of people right here. We all went to the same Art Institute of Orange County, California. Started back in 2005, I think, for Brandon and I. V, you might have been there in 2004, a quarter earlier than me. Yeah, but yeah. if you do the math, we mostly graduated in 2007, and it's now 2018. We're doing a 10-year perspective of being <laughs> students, going into the game industry, then going into film, and everything that we've done over the past decade you know, talk about what we would have done differently, you know, what we think we didn't expect, you know, that kind of stuff. It's a lot of reminiscing, but if you're a student in school right now or fresh in the film or games industry, there's definitely going to be a lot of good content for you. I can already tell you that. Yeah. 10 years in review. So, I mean, that is uh, white eyes, brown, 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 brown eyes. Uh, going, <laughs> going back. I mean, we all we're still in the industry. At the end of the day, it's it's one of those things where I, you hear about before we got into the industry. It's like, yeah, there's like a five year kind of span where you're either done or you're gonna keep going. And yeah. the fact that we made it ten years is a uh, kind of yeah. cool. I mean, I'm not yeah. in the game industry anymore, but it's still in the industry in some ways. So. Well, you made five years in games, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that, okay. Let's let's go over with that, right? That's that's the thing that that's that's one of the things that we hear a lot uh, before entering the industry. The uh, five year burnout, right? I, yeah. I I was I was hearing that back in school from industry professional guests that would walk into our school uh, talking about this five year burnout where. You know, you just reach a point where you had enough experience in your gaming career. You meet a lot of people. You, things get political. Certain companies crunching. And, and for some reason, it just works out mathematically. In five years' time, uh, you either are done with it and a lot of people move on to become something else. Or uh, they stick through it and they become, you know, like who we are right now, at least a decade in. And as far as I can tell, probably going to stay in for a while. That's one of the things I hear about. Were there other stuff that you guys heard while in school, before school, that uh, played out differently than you you thought? Or at least you, uh, like the five-year thing, you just walked past it and never looked back. I'll say one of the things that excited me early on was uh, V and I were in a class. And I, I won't say his name, but he was a cinematic animator at Blizzard. And I think at the time he was like maybe six, seven years in, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. <laughs> we're like, hey man, 
how much money do you make right <laughs> he was like well if you have to know i make between 70 and 100 oh you gotta make his voice let's see if he figures it out okay and i was like holy shit i was like i, was, Wait, I knew it had to be how much did he say i know what you're talking about 70, 70 to 100 yeah it was like between seventy and a hundred thousand dollars, and either yeah. of those numbers was fantastic. Yeah, I was like, wait, you can make six figures in this industry? Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, that, I mean, from where I grew up, I was just like, I never thought that was possible. Like, twenty dollars an hour was already to me was like, oh, twenty dollars an hour. Oh man, you make making bank. <laughs> I don't know what that equals out to, but for per year, but you know, I mean, twenty still good. Don't get me wrong. It's just. I didn't know we can make more than that. So uh, I'll admit that it's, it's a comfortable living for sure. Yeah. Salary, salary wise, I was, um, I guess I was never really thinking about that while I was in school. It was more like, Hey, doing something, uh, it'd be fun to, to make games. Uh, but my first probably introduction to salary in the industry was probably this GDC magazines, right? Where they come out with a yearly, Oh, right. salary review and that's probably the first time where i was like oh this is how much i should be making or not so how do you guys feel about that i know they still do it like every year they do an average oh you're telling i don't even pay attention i mean i'll look at i don't know i'm just more of i'm pretty comfortable with my current situation in terms of you know uh i mean once you're over six figures it's just like it's nice yeah yeah but did it, play, did it play out during your career where you felt it was pretty accurate as a three-year artist, as a five-year artist, and a seven-year artist? You felt like, oh. Pretty accurate. Pretty I mean, it, they're all different, right? It depends on what. Um, but for the most part, I think it's pretty accurate in some ways. Uh, uh, yeah, I will say it's uh, – if, if anybody is – I mean, I would say love what you're doing right now, but mm. – Obviously, but it, I will say one thing is once you get to a senior level, that's where it all comes. So yeah. put your years in. I mean, if you say, if it comes to like salary and, and kind of like a little bit more uh, influence of to the product that you're working on, other games or movies, when you start to become senior, a little bit more respect there, a little bit, you have to give you a little bit more room to, you know, do you and your, why they hired you in the first place. So uh, once you stick it out and become a senior, it's, I think it changes like the way you're just to me at least it just gets better uh, I'm not saying it wasn't better before um, so I don't know I'm kind of going off topic in some ways from the no you're not like uh, there, there are things where uh, with the I hate to say it like this the ranking system in the industry like I was not aware of I just thought you know I'm building stuff in Unreal making levels I thought going out of school that's what I'll be doing making levels but of course, if you're an environment artist, you should know the track is making props. And then, you know, slowly getting to the editor. And then you, when you're more senior, running a level team. Um, that wasn't really, I wasn't prepared for that. That That's me learning on the job. Like, that's not something school would normally teach you. So that was a surprise. Yeah. Um, did you guys feel the same in your disciplines? Learn. Yeah. So for me, uh, I think that 
the similar part is like just being a designer, right? Like you have your own, your own little tasks or responsibilities just for your own workload. Right. But you don't really prepare for the people management stuff that comes when you become a senior and you get a subordinate or when you become a lead specifically and you have a team under you. Mm -hmm. So making that step, there's not really any sort of school preparation you can kind of get. It's either they see the leadership qualities in you and they see that you're hardworking and you get stuff done, but you can communicate well and you handle responsibilities. I guess that's just kind of something that develops, right? So I, aside from like maybe the very last student project where I had people bail and I had to like still get the job done, that's probably the only like direct line of experience that I feel like I got in school for managing personnel. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely something that, you know, is very valuable on your resume that I know being 10 years in. Mm. Yeah, you guys are, it's crazy to think now. I mean, I'm just in a senior role now, uh, but mm. both of you guys, uh, and I'm pretty sure I said it before. Congratulations, you guys are both leads. Dude, yeah. we we made a pact, man. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally have no interest in being a lead. Uh, I like doing I, I this industry, all that. Uh, being in a senior role, I feel like 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 that's the perfect position to do your thing, not worry about politics in some ways. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you still get paid pretty well, so. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Maybe uh, one day I'll do a lead, but I don't. I have no interest in it. But for you guys, that's that's really cool to see where you guys are at now. It when I think about it, each his own man. And I think if you would have stayed in games, obviously you'd be looking at that position. But going into movies, you followed your passion. You you identified exactly what you wanted to be doing, and you went for it. So you don't you didn't set back at all, man. You're you're right where you should be. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I'm happy where I'm at. So I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is like, it's like I, I see what lead position, what they're doing. Um, I don't know how it is for you guys, but when it comes to animators, when you become a lead, you don't really get to, and well, it depends on which studio, I say, I guess. But you don't get to animate as much. And, you know, this is pretty much all I wanted to do was just animate. Uh, I didn't really yeah. want to be in that leadership role. It's just like, dude, I just want to do cool shit. Let me do some good stuff and influence, or at least, you know, do something that's hopefully valuable. Um, so let's walk through that, yeah. right? Just going from straight to school and into like a like a junior position. Uh, How do you guys feel about that? Obviously, you know the the um, the ethereal feeling of your first job and free food <laughs> and snacks. <laughs> uh, Those endless TV dinners. <laughs> endless TV dinners uh, was awesome. What was it? Everything that you guys thought it would be having you mean first entering job? as a junior or a, into the industry, your first job. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Larry, go ahead. You, you do your. Sure. Uh, so my first job was pretty close with what I was expecting. I went to a. Decent, I would say they were a big studio. They, at the time, Obsidian, they had two AAA projects in development. <clears throat> I was on one of them. And, you know, we crunched, we ate pizzas and, you know, like all the like overtime food and <clears throat> came in on weekends and had milestones and reviews, everything I expected, you know, more or less like Obsidian gave me a great entry to the game industry. I had some really tough lessons that I had to learn and swallow at that studio and I would say that was actually a good first job for me because it really set a bar in many ways for what I would be facing later on and, you know, what kind of responsibilities I might be expected to deliver. Even though I started in production, I think that going through the fires there and learning game development, the process behind the scenes and working with the creatives, 
I knew, you know, how I was supposed to be as a developer. Once I became a game designer, like I knew how important it was to be able to communicate well with production, to anticipate issues, you know, uh, how to handle when you get behind, how to lateral, how to sidestep issues that could, you know, take the project out, what you need to do to fix gaps. And I'm kind of just saying buzzwords, but there's a lot of things that like I learned very, very quickly <laughs> in the year. And I think a year and a month that I was working at Obsidian, man, they, but it was like exactly what I thought initially. It was a big studio, lots of people, lots of departments, you know, milestones, the whole nine sprint scrums, all that stuff. How about you? Um, yeah, I think it was it was kind of. Uh, I was actually I really liked how I kind of answered uh, because when I when I entered the field, it was for a small studio, um, and it was literally like five people because we we're making a downloadable game for WiiWare, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously I was a junior. I mean, I was put in a situation where I was like the sole animator, so <laughs> obviously as a junior, you want to learn, you want to understand. Like, okay, somebody show me the ropes, please. Um, but I didn't ha- really have that for my first uh, uh, animation gig until we did our second game, which was for the uh, the Wii itself. Uh, they brought in a, a senior animator who'd been doing it for a bit. It was only literally me and him. Um, so I got to learn somewhat, some things, you know, here and there. But, yeah, it was just – I was putting the fire in a lot of ways uh, learning. So I, I don't feel like I, I entered as a junior necessarily, even though I was a junior. Um mm-hmm. I had like a lot of responsibility going on and it wasn't until to be honest, like I didn't feel like a junior until I got to, uh, to movies because I had like, you know, when I was doing video games, I always felt like I was kind of not just learning roles. I was always putting in the fire kind of thing. Um, cause I went, when I went to 2k, I was doing, I was basically just an animator, not necessarily a junior coming in and doing small stuff. I was doing, I was contributing to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at one point, I was like, you know, uh, responsible for an entire feature, you know, like a first-person shooter when we were doing XCOM at the time. Uh, and that's not like a junior kind of role. And I, I think that was only like two years in at that point. Um, but yeah, when I, I finally joined movies is when I felt like a junior because I was, I was kind of doing like the small little stuff, uh, like uh, doing raw data, like porting out, like processing mocap, uh, cleaning up other people's shot, you know, like... Mm-hmm take care of this, uh, process this. It wasn't necessarily animating too much. Um, I got to, I did get to animate fortunately, but yeah, that was a, that's when I really felt like a junior. Um, but it was kind of cool. Cause like I got to go from the ground up kind of situation from a small studio to like the bigger studio. And I got to do it all over again in films, but this time it was at a big studio when I first did it in films. Um, so I don't know. I got to see all kinds of different perspectives, which is really cool. Yeah, I definitely felt um, for anyone out there, internship is has really. I, I felt like it, it jump started a lot of my my job search and the type of projects I wanted to work on because I started interning at, in like a year and a half in a three year program, right? So I had a year and a half left, and I was starting to intern for at least eight eight year, eight months to a year. That resulted to to a job offer at the end and i've talked about this many times that i uh looking back regrettably probably taken should have taken it but i i I said no thinking that my demo reel was more important so eventually when i graduated uh 
I, I got a job as a contractor at Wayford, which is out of all my companies that I've worked at is like what one of two companies that are still around. And I've worked oh, at like five or six companies, like big. They're still around. I didn't even know. <laughs> They're still around. So, well, you know, kudos to them. But I showed up to that job with such an ego, I felt like, because we were working on a DS game, right? I was like, oh, my God, I, I, I worked so hard <laughs> to work on this stupid, <laughs> stupid Hannah Montana game, right? <clears throat> and so, you know, I, I came – I started with three other people. So I had a good idea of what it would have been if I stayed because they eventually stayed – uh, a year after I left, right? So I only stayed at that job for two months. And even when I took that job, I was applying like mad from day one. So I didn't yeah. I didn't hang up my coat and, and accepted that job as where I was going to be until the project ended. No, I, I looked at that job as, all right, I got something until I find something else. And, <laughs> and that's where I eventually landed at uh, 2K. And even when I took that job at Wayford, I, I wasn't coming in as a... As a junior, I was making levels and stuff. So I think the internship, if anything, was my junior job because that was when I was learning from a professional how things worked and, uh, you know, learning the full process of environment art uh, there. So that that definitely helped get the junior track out of me without uh, waiting to pay back my, my student loans, right? I was still going to school at the same time. So thankfully that helped a lot um, to where I, I could concentrate on, you know, getting the job I wanted. So my first job, if anything, was more, and I, I consider 2K my first real job. It was exciting. <laughs> still don't count the, the <laughs> Wait, what, Why is that your first job? So that's what, that's why I'm laughing because he's like, I consider 2K my first real job. <laughs> it really is. It was I the one. Not hearing it over there. Wait. It was the only one that I like really fully focused on. I yeah. had a real salary. I had benefits. You know, I actually yeah. moved. You know, uh, I, I spent college oh, in my you're parents' house. Of like getting yeah. a bunch of yeah. yeah, yeah, because you guys had a dorm and everything. You guys weren't from around here, but I my the college was right next to my hometown, so I didn't have to. Yeah. First, I'm like being independent in that sense. Exactly. Yeah. So as yeah. a first real job, it was two K for sure. And the thing I've learned at that place is so valuable. I think um, outside of just you know the gaming pipeline, but uh, how do you circumvent a conversation and basically get what you want? And that was probably when I started off thinking that uh, everything I did after that was more to as a way to get heard, right? So I thought, oh, I was like, oh, okay, I'm 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 a mid level, and the reason why my opinions don't matter is because I'm not senior. So I worked yeah. my rest of my career to get senior. I say, like, all right, I'm senior now, but I really don't get to say what goes on <laughs> with my environment. I get handed out tasks. So, okay. Yeah. So I became a lead. It's like, oh, okay, I'm a lead. But there seems to be another group that's having meetings behind <laughs> closed doors <laughs> that I'm yeah. not. And so now I'm like, oh my God. So like everything started. Behind the door is another door. Exactly. 
10 years ago, I thought in the position I am now that I have, I would have more of a saying, yeah, you kind of do, but not to the extent that you would think while you, before you entered in the industry, especially as a student, you think, Hey, I want to make games that are based on my ideas. I don't think I'm there yet. Uh, in terms of the, uh, prison of the job <laughs> but there are certainly tools and Larry and I have interviewed so many people if you want to make a game you can't uh, independently now so at least that door has opened and um, but in the traditional job there, I'm definitely hitting uh, the roof in terms of what I want to do and you know the type of free time I want to also have as well and that's another thing i didn't think about while i was in school where i think i was a lot more single-mindedly focused i thought that the next 10 years would be more of me concentrating on the career but never really thought about you know how marriage and kids would play and and take away you know all all the focus Right. You know, there's definitely other things I want to concentrate on, not just work. And uh, maybe my my road is a little bit non-traditional because I got married pretty young and I had kids in my 20s. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so my 10 years is probably different from you guys' 10 years, which I want to hear about, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, did you guys ever factor that in or was it more like uh, career first and everything else later type of thing? <laughs> Yeah, so that's where I was, man, was yeah. career first, right? Like, yeah. I took the job that I got, and I, for a long time, I hadn't stayed in any one part of town for more than a year and a half, right? And California is the entire up the, the what do you call it, the length of America, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? It's the It runs the entire length of the United States, yeah. more or less. Mm -hmm. So I had been Northern California, Southern California, and all through going game to game to game to game to game. Excuse me. So sure, me having a long-term relationship with somebody that was going to build and grow, if they couldn't move with me, well, then there you go, right? Like it's over <laughs> just like the job when you move to the next one. Mm -hmm. And so where it puts me is now I'm 33 years old and I have a very long-term serious girlfriend, but I also haven't had to move yet. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's, that is one huge sacrifice that I've had to make in the game industry is like, I still haven't had like any children. I'm not engaged. I'm not married. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, you, yeah, <laughs> you can't really plant the roots in the same area if you're kind of nomadic going project to project, gig to gig. Do you feel that that was, you know, more in line to uh, people in the industry, like around our age, I feel mm -hmm. like, like more of the single non-children type? Well, yeah, it's early on right like your resume has what you worked at best buy right? yeah. that's that's all i had when i started school so i was desperate to get practical experience but also noteworthy experience on that resume and it's very hard to just say that you're going to stay in one small area and guarantee that there's going to be interest and positions open for you you know what i mean and so it makes sense if you're 21 like yeah of course i'll spend two years here three years there but those years start to add up man if you can't get yourself into a position where you can like start to solidify some sort of long-term stability in a certain area you're gonna man there's certain things that you just might not get to experience in your youth yeah you know 
Well, this is very interesting, and this is a good segue. So I, I represent one extreme where I, like, was cranking out babies from day one, right? <laughs> well, yes, I have two babies now, man. Yeah, so I, I, I got engaged uh, right when I got I knew I got the job at 2K, right? That required me to go work in NorCal. You know, I had a relationship with my, my friend, fiance, now wife, right? We were about three years in, so it was a decision. It's like, hey, I want you to move in and move with me. Let's go. Let's do this for real. So I, from that point forward, pretty much for the first day of my career is when I started committing to a long-term relationship and eventually kids and all that, right? That's my 10 years that I already uh, uh, decided on, right? So I represent one extreme, and I think I, I think that's non-traditional. Larry, you're kind of middle ground where it's, it's more, I think, would be on average what most students going into the industry would be like i think um you know maybe playing around with long distance maybe you know moving around back and forth thankfully only in california so far and i believe it's going to be that way for we're, we're senior enough to be able to dictate where we go now and then there's v <laughs> who is the single guy i don't, I don't- I don't think I'm completely uh, the total opposite now. Not total uh, opposite, but you've been you you're the guy that moved around a lot. I, I agree, like in some way. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I've been moving around a lot. Continent. Go for kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, just yeah. Now I'm in a, a serious relationship, but, uh, but yeah, it was one of those things where uh, I was moving around a lot, going to country to countries or state to state, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I guess I didn't think anything of it in terms of, like, I, I guess I was more into my career yeah. and just kind of hitting certain life goals. I didn't think it, I didn't think relationship at the time was, if it came, it came. It wasn't necessarily something while I was avoiding, mm-hmm. but at the same time with the, my lifestyle, it wasn't uh, something feasible or something, you know, I felt like worked at the time, um, you know. And uh, it, I guess it wasn't until I got to Vancouver is when um, I guess we, I, again at the same time I wasn't even thinking about you know relationship or anything I was uh, just doing my regular do my contract and then probably gonna end up somewhere else that's how my mindset was right and just, you just happen to meet somebody and you just uh, it, it was a, a good match so it's still going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, does that it's change your outlook for the next 10 years? Because Yeah, I think it does. I, like, I'm seeing what you're doing now, like, in a sense of now that uh, I'm in a you know, more serious relationship, I, I, I do have to think about someone else's, like, how, okay, how is this going to work out mm. and all that. Like, <laughs> she's looking at me right now. <laughs> You better watch what you say. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just like I, had, I do have to think about uh, someone else. You can't be selfish as much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, def- okay, so everybody's different. Some people might want to be really selfish, but I do realize that uh, you do have to be less selfish, uh, which during my single years, uh, I'll admit, and I'm still selfish in some ways. Um, but, you know, I found someone who is a bit uh, understanding of how my career is because recently uh there's a situation where um i just uh hopefully my current job doesn't hear this but i just accepted a job elsewhere mm-hmm. so uh, i'm going to be moving to the east coast now um 
Well, it's a temporary situation only. So she knows all that stuff. She's from here, Vancouver. But um, yeah, I'm going to be going to a uh, to the East Coast to work on a, a studio to work on a movie, another fully feature film, because that's something I, I'm currently in a situation where I just want to do feature films, like fully feature mm-hmm. films, um, and still trying to reach Disney as my last podcast, I think I, I mentioned that. Um, but yeah, I have to think about it. It's just kind of weird to be in that situation. It's like, oh man, I got to like not be selfish. Kind of, How do I go about this? And, and luckily, you know, she's cool with it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's kind of weird to be in that situation because uh, before I just never had to. I just up and leave. I, I literally lived in one suitcase or what do you call it, <laughs> one bag, and just packed up and went. Got like a fully furnished place, or go to like a find a roommate, rent their room, and that's about it. Like, kind of weird to see in that perspective, I guess. Which one did you prefer? That's a, I'm not gonna answer that one. <laughs> I, I enjoy. I, I they both have their pros. <laughs> I'm not gonna even say cons. <laughs> well, does that change? You know, because especially the movie industry is very, very contract to contract. Does that change your perspective of going back to games just to be able to stay at a place longer? Uh, there are some that kind of like looking for stability in some ways, but I think I still have that in me where I, I don't like being in one spot and also I'm still you know trying to reach for goals maybe if I hit all my goals maybe I don't know maybe that staying in one spot kind of I do my see I do see like Vancouver being the hub of where I want to be um so jumping around still I like guess it's, it's just one of those things where it's in me and I like working on something new um I can see myself going back to video games I know it's a little bit more stable there still um than it is movies because i'm always pretty much movies are just like three six month contracts and you're just doing the next one um but yeah i I just i don't think it's maybe if i have kids that like again you don't really know until a new situation arrives right if i have kids or something like that i think that might change it up a bit um but until that time comes uh, i'll figure it out then but yeah like if, if you were to ask me like two years ago, I probably, I'm sure I would have a totally different answer. Right. But at that time, I was selfish. I was moving. I was doing whatever, you know. Um, I didn't really care. I didn't have to worry about. Like, my family was back in California. I would visit them every few months. Um, so, but, I mean, there's a lot of people in this industry that are doing long distance. You know, I know people who've been married for five years or ten years. I think it was five, ten years. I forget. And half of it was like long distance the other half was them being together like that's how they damn it, it it's crazy how this industry is and, and and you just you know if you have the right partner it can work out um i do remember going in this industry where i think before we got to the industry i think the like, just divorce rate was kind of high right was it yeah. like well yeah let's talk about that uh from the very beginning to now right we've been at a few companies big and small what has been your perspective, and I'm asking both of you, on the relationship part, right? So personally, uh, I'll start first, right? So I've been married for the last decade, right? <laughs> Which is kind of disgusting. <laughs> he said that's disgusting. 
I don't do anything for 10 years. I hope she hears this. It's <laughs> <laughs> disgusting that I've been married for the past 10 years. But uh, there's a lot of up and downs, right? There's like, like yeah. you said, um, at the very beginning of your career, you don't really have any too many choices, right? As in, uh, you either want a really good job or not. And most of the good job are usually not around you, right? You can't be too mm -hmm. picky. And so as a result, in the last 10 years, I've been moving up and down, up and down, up and down. Uh, thankfully, just in California, uh, by design, right? If I didn't control that, I would have been in Seattle at one point uh, for a different job, but I wanted to definitely stay in California. So that's the little control I had. But other than that, if I really want the good job, I would have to move to where it is. Um, and that's tough, dude. It's, uh, it's, it's rerouting your whole family, not just yourself. And, um, you know, for you, it's easier because, yeah, you do have to work in a new place. You do have to meet new friends. But essentially, the whole thing... Uh, is about you and mostly you're the you're i'm the breadwinner right so it's mostly mm. about me going to the new job and 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 eventually just being used to it right but you think about the wife and the kids it's like they're they're moving just because of that reason and they have to meet and 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 feel comfortable wherever i decide to go right essentially yeah. and that's tough on them as well, because you're, you're, you're taking them away from all their friends and stuff, right? I, I'm forced to make new friends at work, and I usually do. But for them, they have to go and join events or something. They have to go out of their way to meet people to yeah. maybe become friends. So as a family guy like that, I understand that's the toughest part. And um, in my experience, just seeing, like you said, the divorce rate, I think it's very true. The divorce rate in our industry is, I feel pretty pretty high but at the same time i do there i, I don't think it's like <clears throat> more than 50 percent or anything like that i mm -hmm. feel like it, it's pretty it's pretty well balanced because what i've seen in the game industry is for some reason there's a lot of married guys right i know larry's uh <laughs> larry's reasoning for that is you know a geek is very faithful for for reasons <laughs> that are obvious <laughs> I don't, I don't i've never heard about this one what was well, I mean, no. like, you know, there's a lot of faithful guys in our industry, yeah. right? So, I mean, that's, that's commendable. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. It, okay. I was explaining yeah. it at work today, right? That, like, when I was in art school, and no disrespect to any couples who found each other in art school, but I was like, man, I was like, any girl here is, like, the hottest girl. This <laughs> 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 is like, true. The ratio is out of proportion, man. How many women are, are I, I in our industry? It's, it's, it, yeah. But most of the places yeah. I've been at, I don't know if it's true for you guys, is that the guys are either single but in a long-term relationship or married and and has kids already. And I think, yeah. honestly, being uh, single and still dating is is actually the foreign uh, part, uh, at least in my... Uh, yeah, I want to say I we have a bunch student. of players in our industries. We don't no, have no, we don't have... You know, playboys and all that. Like, No, it's very few single guys still dating in our industry. Sure. Um, I don't know how the math worked out. I, I, definitely at the beginning of my career, around my age, it was more single guys. But as I became more mid-level or at least go to bigger companies, I've noticed a huge shift towards more married men or women in in relationship, long-term relationship. Um, well, you... The 
sorry, I, there is something I want to actually, before you segue or anything, Yeah. there's a tax that we didn't talk about that I actually have to give you a lot of credit for uh-huh. in being a man in the game industry, especially moving, is that like you did say, yeah, they have to make more friends and they have to you know do all this extra stuff. But the burden that you carry, right, knowing that you're bringing these people out of their environment to follow you, yeah. right? You have to make it work. I'm, like, you know what I mean? If if a nomad is like, oh, this sucks, I'm just gonna leave. Yeah. Right. There's no love lost. You're not gonna hate yourself. Yeah. But when the wife and child have been uprooted from their social systems and from their from their you know uh, normal life, they go somewhere to follow you, and then you're like, this sucks. Yeah. It like doubly sucks in your mind because you can't go home and tell them that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's I I don't envy you in that position, Brandon. Yeah, you definitely have to just like go home and tell them that though. <laughs> and I've done it many times. <laughs> this this really sucks. We're going. We're gonna leave. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but it is it is tough. You're like he telling me. I'm like, oh man, what did she say? I can already know what she's gonna say. <laughs> yeah. And I uh, believe me, man. I I didn't think starting out that I would be, holy crap, dude, if I look back, I've been at, what, five, six different companies by now? Yeah, you've been basically NorCal, SoCal, NorCal, NorCal SoCal, SoCal, NorCal, SoCal. Like, that's basically, it's just crazy. And uh, in most of the cases, yeah, it, it was my decision. But some of the cases, it wasn't. Yeah. But at the same time, overall, at the end, it was a job I didn't like. Like, I, it, obviously, I'm not there at the places I used to work at, so pretty much all of them, there was something about it that I didn't like or I wanted to move on from. I didn't anticipate that. I really did think that at the very beginning, I was very project-focused. It's like, I want to work. Who wouldn't be, right, at the beginning of the career? I want to work on the biggest games that people know. You know, I want to contribute and say that I made that. You know, I reached that a a few times in my career. And uh, at some point, I just didn't feel satisfied. And I'm, I'm finally realizing why, right? Uh, I, a lot of it is just like, I, I don't feel like it's it's my personal success unless it's something that wouldn't exist without me. And now, it's a really ego thing, narcissistic thing to think about. But a lot of it's like, if I'm not doing something that only I can do at this point in my career, then I don't want to do it, if that makes yeah. sense. So I'm at that place now. So I would say maybe the last three, four years, I realized that. But I think the for my entire career, I've been feeling that and didn't realize it till recently. Because like you said, like I mentioned before, I was climbing the, the corporate ladder, man, thinking that the next step would be the one where I will feel comfortable in the role and my duties yeah. in that role. But every time I reached it, it just felt like I was climbing towards this un- intangible thing <laughs> that there's always an inner circle, right? And I was just tired of that. It's just, man, there's really no way for me to have control ultimately to my own destiny and i think that's really it like i I, that's that's the thing that has always been um tearing me apart where i hate the fact that someone can say uh that's it and my whole life gets flipped over 
It's like, Good job, Brendan. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, it's like really deep right now. Watch. <laughs> well, it is right, and uh, uh, yeah. um, we were talking about five year burnouts, right? There was definitely I don't know what you guys five year mark felt like, but I hit that five year mark where I was questioning what I should do. Um, I didn't I didn't think about quitting the industry, but I yeah, thought yeah. about you know what else can I do at least. At the very least, changing jobs. But yeah. I was already searching for something um, like what I'm thinking now. Where is it continuing this um, this path where I'm working at a place that eventually will sink or sail without me? You know, without my input, essentially. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that idea of not having control, basically. Yeah. And I think it weighs a lot more for me because I'm a family guy and I hate the fact that someone has that much control over my whole family, not just me. Right. It's like, fuck. <laughs> it's just, just like, it's not good enough just to work on a good game. And I got to think about, you know, what is my boss's 10 year plan for the company? And that's yeah. frustrating because you really don't have a control over that. You kind of just have to like, um, you know, suck from the teeth until he tells you to stop sucking <laughs> that's my best analogy for that situation right there no it, yeah. it's it's a good point though man that like we can go in and do great work and no matter what we're going to get the same paycheck usually yeah. in an employment situation and your incentive is to not lose the paycheck yeah right like that's uh, that's tough it's too tough and i and don't get me wrong people who are working out there it's it's a learn to work on a huge game. I still love the fact that there are AAA projects out there. I would love to work mm. on some projects, but there is a side of me where it's like, I know either because of my life situation with family, where I want to be, uh, wanting to uh, stay at one place, right? Um, not having to move for work. You know, all that doesn't line up to like the perfect job to where I want to end up, right? It, there's no perfect mm -hmm. job to where I want to be, uh, whereas, where it is my hometown, basically, that has all those check marks, that has no threshold when it comes to salary or, or income, right? It's like, hey, if I really do twice the amount of work this year, that means twice the amount. Yeah, that that's nowhere ever. <laughs> so, and... Um, I can I can say that the ten year mark for me I've I've looked at that GDC or game developer magazine salary average and I'm I've I've reached where I needed to reach like there's no more there's no I turned the page and there's nothing else is what I'm saying <laughs> the number didn't go up <laughs> the number didn't go up so it's it's not about that yeah, anymore yeah so that's only in what it's, most, it's weird yeah. Most other industry, well, you know, you, you work till 65 and that's not, you know, that's not attractive, I'll, but I'll like, do you a favor, Brandon, yeah. so you can feel a little better. Yeah. So ins insert raise resume, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where it says stock options. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? exactly. We got to get to that level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but that's, that's it. I don't see anything after that, man, yeah. besides company ownership. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, don't get me wrong, man. There's great companies out there with great options. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for me, yeah, I, I, things I want, it's getting very limiting in 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 uh, picking picking companies, and I, I I'm definitely a lot more picky for different reasons now. I don't know how it was for you guys starting out. I can. We, I, I think we can all agree we were very project focused at the very and on V right now you're still you're still like that right, but for I'm me I'm still kind of chasing projects and chasing studios in in, in some ways. So yeah. I have no like I don't really care about ownership too much yeah. personally. Like I don't need to have the power to do this or I want to. I wish I have. I just want to be proud of something, right? Like, yeah. Uh, that's my thing personally. Um. And I've been working at, fortunately, working at a good amount of different big studios to feel like uh, people have seen, and I'm, I'm proud of the work I put out there. I'm still striving to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to that burnout kind of situation, it, it, and that's I, I've reached the point where I was burned out in terms of creatively being burned out. Um, it wasn't necessarily I wanted to quit the industry or anything like that. It was always, it's just like, for me, it just, a plateauing to one point where I was like, I need to get better. Um, I don't know, staying at the studio, like I'm not here to climb up the ladder. You know, I'm not, I just want to better myself as a, as a artist and as an animator. Um, and I don't, I don't feel like I've haven't reached that yet. Uh, that was your five year mark, right? Bungie. What? Uh, yeah. I mean the big, big studios. Yeah. Like I don't even like Bungie would have, yeah. Bungie in terms awesome, of, yeah. Like that place is like they spoil the crap out of you. They, they do. They have all this great stuff. Cool people there. They work on a cool project. Um, and but you know, it, for me, I just had more. Like I, I think the one thing I was it's like I keep chasing projects, and it's it's when I'm working on one project, I see someone else working on another project at the same time. I'm like, man, I want to work on that project too. It's, it's impossible to. I don't say be happy in your position because you see so much great stuff going on. You appreciate what people are doing. And I just want to be a part of everything. I don't know what it is exactly that I'm chasing. Um, uh, I mean, I know I, I have a goal in mind, but it's just when I'm seeing people work on this, I'm jealous. You know, you know, I'm just like, oh, that's really cool. I want to work on that. And that's probably cool too. But uh, when I see someone else working on something at the same time, I'm like, oh, there's no way for me to work on that and this at the same time. <laughs> so... Uh, it's it's I'm like just everywhere you know in a in a way I didn't really I didn't know where I was gonna be when I first when I first started I didn't know where I was gonna be exactly I just knew I had certain goals in mind and uh, be able to hit it um, but uh, I I think in, when I was younger with you know when we were doing all the group project I, I still have that like I want to run a game game company with my friends that's something that was always been like a long-term thing. Uh, I don't know how close I am to it yet just because I haven't hit individual goals yet. Uh, but yeah, as a long-term kind of plan, I, I would like to work with my friends on something that's, uh, that, uh, you know, something, a product that everyone can enjoy that they like, you know? I'm, I'm always about doing something I can be proud of at the end of the day and then know that I'm getting better. So... I don't know how yeah. it would, it was never, yeah, it's just like one of those things where as long as I don't plateau and feel like, uh, I'm just like, Oh, this is, this is it for me. You know, uh, I think I'll be all right. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not looking at disability too much. It's more like 
am I enjoying it? And and that's it. Like I I don't wanna suffer and be in one uh-huh. spot. So I don't know. Yeah. I think well, if there was something that you guys could do, right? Let's let's sit our our ten years ago selves right in front of us and play the game. Where I actually want V you to tell me and Brandon what you would have told us ten years ago based on where you sit. I'll tell you and Brandon, and then Brandon, you can tell me and V mm-hmm. what you think we should have done. So not we tell ourselves because right? we always say, "Oh, work hard, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, do this, do that." Well, sense is the same thing, though. It's. I think me telling myself would be the same advice I would give to someone or, you know, just starting off kind of thing. Mm. Um, I think, I think I will say is, uh, the one thing you should be prepared for is that it's hard to, to know, like think that you're going to hit your goal and then stay there, you know, like, and just Mm. like, okay, I'm here. I'm just going to stay here forever. I think yeah. a lot of things happen so much, like so many different variables that's going to come up in your life that uh, you're going to have to adjust to it. And you're, you're definitely going to look back and you're like, wow, definitely didn't think that was going to be here, you know, or at least the path I took or whatever. Like it's, um, it is crazy to see the different path you take to get to where you are now. And it's hard to gauge where you're going to be in the future because it, it does change your goals does change a little bit i think i still have the same kind of goals but even then i thought being at one of the you know like for a movie company i thought that was it and then even like those goals it, it just never stops um the same thing i guess for brandon right like he was going up the ladder and he just kept opening more doors like this is not this is not where i want to still be i'll go to the next door to keep you know climbing up and it's still it's it's just one of the things where I feel like you reach it. It's just, you just gotta uh, do something different. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So how about you guys? <laughs> uh, my advice looking back, and this is probably relative to you guys, but always live next to work. <laughs> Never commute. <laughs> Yeah, never. That's commit. actually that's huge. Oh, like I, I, I walk to work. I transit. Like it's not that far. From yeah, me. and looking back at my career, like the best moments have always been me near work. And I, I, I actually agree with that. Not commuting to work is probably one of the best. It, it's not have. worth it, man. I, I've done, I've done it all. I've worked, I've worked. I used to run to Sledgehammer every day. That's how close I was to working from. Orange County to LA, which is like an hour and a half, two hour commute for a year. And I've done that a couple of different jobs. And uh, yeah, like working next to work, I mean, living next to work is always the best. And there are people out there who would say, hey, you got to separate work from, from home life, right? Yeah, maybe. Like maybe if you lived in, uh, you know, my own example, you know, 2K was in Marin County, which is like 30, 40 minutes away. And some people commuted from San Francisco, right? Because San Francisco's happening. You know, it's more exciting. Yeah, sure. But uh, I, I think if you're focusing on your career and you want to climb up or you want to dedicate and get better at things, you, you kind of need to be next to work because if you really think about it on a daily basis, right, on weekdays, you're not going to go in the city and hang out every 
really right maybe you go have dinner and stuff but like i i feel like you'll you'll get a lot more out of it if you just show up to work at you know a reasonable time leave at a certain time and the rest of your day is to yourself without having to think about driving back and forth right even with the nightlife you can always go and go and do that but if you think on a weekday like how many hours in the day to yourself do you really have after work to do things that's that's the one thing i definitely want to say another thing i want to say would be um start investing in yourself besides work right if i were to look back and started branding myself in some way or thinking about what it would look like from 35 to 65, you know? Um, I really did think that I'll, I don't know. This is probably something our college teachers failed us at where they didn't really paint a realistic picture of you're not going to be working in the industry till 65. Yeah. You're not. I'm not. I don't see it. I, I'm only like in my 30s. I don't really I don't see myself being in this thing 30 more years. Are you kidding me? I'm going to be that old fart who uh, don't, you know, get caught up with, with any of the latest tools, right? There's no way I'll last 30 years in this, and I, nor do I want to. So I, I would have invested in myself more in 20 years. And it doesn't have to be, you know, going on and starting a YouTube channel or uh, or anything like that. It could be just, you know, perfecting your... Maybe or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like that. <laughs> but you know, just traditional save like seventy percent of your paycheck, you know, to to your savings, retirement, or whatever, because that does work, right? By the time you're thirty, you paid everything off. You have a lot more choices and options where you don't have to stick to a high salary job, and that's just basic money management, right? Um, I wish we had more of that type of training back then. Uh, And again, it's not something where you have to build your own business or something like that, right? It's as simple as being able to pay off everything when you're young. And if we were to be traditional, right, uh, you don't probably get in a long-term relationship until your 30s. By then, when you're ready to start a family, you're, you're, you're already set and your own life where you can take on more financial responsibilities like a family. And, and now you have more choices where you don't have to take that high paying job over there. Right. You can just stay exactly where you are. Take the comfortable job. Take the comfortable job. And that, that, that is where I am right now. Like it it isn't more about project based. It's, I, I would say stability, my financial, <laughs> uh, financial is more important than the the project now, at least in my position, right? I've done the bid projects, yeah. and you know that will always hold a special place in my heart because it's 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 always a learn to work on big projects, but it, it isn't uh, gonna outweigh the other two things ever anymore. So. That's me learning the last three, four years, right? And and it's and that that choice has been very, very recent <laughs> to this day. <laughs> so I had, you know, the, the constant option or constant choosing which which path I want to take my career has been I would 
I would say uh, a, a question that pops up every few years. Um, and it, it's one of those things is like, what's important in your life? Uh, is it career or is it everything else? But you guys felt like, I, I'm just curious. So you guys, did you guys feel like you've hit the, by being a 10 year mark, you hit your goal in a sense, like, like you're happy with where you're at though. Right. Like, I don't know about I you. Feel guys, like I feel good about where I'm at. Personally, I feel like, so I just became lead, I think seven months ago. So I would like at least a year under my belt, you know, uh, as a lead before I even feel like, yeah, I've done anything. And then obviously the next goal after that is like a, fi a fully finished project. Uh, you know, so I still have some micro goals ahead of me. I'm glad to be a lead. It feels awesome. It's also a lot of freaking hard work and a lot of responsibility where it's like, shit, this is your fault if it goes wrong, Larry. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be on Kotaku for the one who's to blame. You know? So that, that hangs over my head. That's new. But I will say that, like, yeah, I think we're achieving the goal is awesome, but then deserving the goal and then proving why you were given the responsibility, like, I don't want to just be giving it and be like, oh, sweet, I did it. All right, you know, yeah, go, yeah. goodbye. You know what I mean? Like, I want to add an exclamation point to why the opportunity came my way. And I want to return the favor to the company that, you know, gave me this opportunity. Uh, so I think there's a little bit more for me to really feel like, okay, not only did I get this, but like, I, I paid back what I was expected to do. And so, you know, both of us moved forward feeling like it was a mutually beneficial relationship. So until I achieve that, I will say that I'm just at the very beginning of earning this goal. Yeah, I think you, what you said about uh, proving, you know, that that's where I'm at right now, where it's like, okay, and I'm senior level and all that, but mm. like, I'm at a point where I was like, yeah, I do need to prove that why I belong here now. Mm -hmm. You know, um, whereas before it's like, I felt as a junior and just middle, you're still learning. You're still trying to figure out this industry mm -hmm. now being in, and it's this higher kind of like being there for a while. It's just like, okay, now we can prove ourselves of why we belong in this industry in a sense. Um, mm -hmm. and like something we can contribute to this industry of ours. Um, I think that's the new goal, I guess, in a way, but, uh, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm with you with that proving yourself kind of. Uh, where we're at now, ten years down the line, mm -hmm. I don't. I think uh, when you're as a, going into the industry, you're proving yourself that you belong in the industry in some ways. But now it's more of like proving that, like, okay, now I can contribute to this industry in a, in, a, in another way, like making a name for yourself or whatever it is that you're going for, uh, a bigger influence, I guess. Whereas the other ones, you're just you're you're the the guy who's. Um, doing the little handy, you know, like the little small work and all that. But now it's like, okay, now let's, let's put, let me put a dent into this industry. When yep. you get to a higher level at 10 years, it's like, what can I do to, to make this industry or, you know, do something that's a little bit more meaningful in some ways. Yeah. Um, I think that's where I feel like I'm at now at 10 years. Like, what can I do to make it a little bit meaningful? I still want to do a GDC talk. I feel like that's, that's still one that's, uh, ahead of me but yeah i think especially that, as a designer you probably yeah. like that more <laughs> my life as an african-american game designer <laughs> I'm sure even a thing, shouldn't even be a thing but i'm still trying to be some cambodian yeah. people man like uh, people when they still look at me they don't know i'm cambodian but uh that's the one thing i'm always proud of to be a cambodian so it's like i have yet to meet one cambodian person in this damn industry i'm sure there is one it's just it's just one of those things where 
it's like all right so okay. you know you always want to be able to relate right like mm-hmm. um so i it's i don't know what it is it's always koreans i need i don't but cambodians i don't know where they're at <laughs> i just i met every under every other race or you know yeah. it's just like where's my cambodian people at man V man, you're going down in history as the first Cambodian to ever develop video games. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody out there, so it's it's definitely something where I want to make it a little bit more aware. You know, like a Cambodian people, you could do this as a job. <laughs> All right, if you're a Cambodian game developer listening to this podcast, or know oh, yeah. and have worked with a Cambodian game developer, <laughs> please reach out to us and let's fulfill V's dream. <laughs> Let him know he's not alone out here in these streets. Yeah. Well, at least when it comes to me, I'll end it with this. Um, so since I I started as a married man in my twenties, I I feel like I'm I'm kind of like living my twenties and thirties swapped, where now <laughs> I want my thirties to be more like my twenties or not my twenties, but a traditional twenty. Where well, I was I, like, wait, what does that mean? I can't. I don't want to be married. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I was like, wait, what are you no, trying no, to tell no. us right all now? The stuff, all the married stuff. I'm just going to do my thing, go nightclubs, all that stuff. Uh, no, no, Stay no. at home. Still with that, but like <laughs> definitely want to maximize my free time. Like, uh, yeah. you know, I, I recently got a preview of what bachelor life looks like with uh, people my age. And it's insane how much time that uh, that I've never been a, a part of, really. Because I started my 20s married, right? So I never really knew this part. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so everything I'm doing is towards that goal of uh, just being home, basically. Like anything that I can do mm-hmm. using the skills that I've learned, um, uh, you know, uh, and anything that I've gathered, all the resources, all the connections I have is towards how do I get to be home more? Um, mm-hmm. And so my next five, 10 years, is it's pointing towards that and not just for the next 10 years obviously till i'm 65 or 80 or whatever right i'm i'm a lot it, it's a weird thing right so I'm, i so yeah it is kind of like prison <laughs> i know it sounds bad <laughs> oh, man. but be, you home, know man. getting married and having kids in your 20s is like locking the keys uh, in in a in a in a in a time box basically right so the time isn't just yours anymore it's completely split at, with your wife and then you know times that with how many kids you got right mm-hmm. so anytime I do spend outside of work and family is so minuscule where I think I'm 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 using my 30s to kind of like widen that up and right now. Family time is awesome. I love it. I love spending time with everyone. And uh, I feel like work is the thing that's kind of taking me away. Mm-hmm. So everything I'm trying to do is kind of minimize work. I, yeah. That makes sense. That's yeah, my no, mindset. I'm, I'm more right about going living life a little bit more now that I think being at this position, we can kind of take a little bit. Like I, I enjoy traveling now. Like that's yeah. my thing. And I, I'm trying to do more traveling, so whereas I'm doing less work, I, I, you know, I've done a lot of crunch, I've done all that stuff, but now I'm at a stage where it's like, look, I don't even want to do crunch that much anymore. I tell people, it's like, I'm just gonna go home. I, I want to, you know, enjoy life. Like, I definitely don't do crunch anymore, but I definitely don't travel as much as you do or at all. I felt my 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 twenties has been setting up camp, 
and creating yeah. shelter for the family. And now that I really, you know, am starting to have the resources, I'm at a position uh, and experienced enough where I can start building the uh, nest and income, right, to be able to do these extra activities. Um, but it's not just me putting on a backpack. I got to buy four other backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> so that I gotta drag these guys around. So it's like four four of us, right? In terms of my family, that I gotta think about. If I want to travel, I gotta be able to times four that. So yeah, that, that means times four of what I make to make sure that you know everybody's having a good time. So it it, it forces you to be, of course, responsible, but it's one of those things that you, you gotta make. You got to make more than just enough for yourself if you want to do these things. So I don't know another way to do it except I got to work harder or the time I do have should be <laughs> or should be quadrupled <laughs> the income that I would make. So it's a really weird place if, if there's like a family guy out there listening to the podcast and if you're work, doing your own stuff. Um I think that that's normally like a 40 year old thinking about things, right? Not a 30 year old. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I fast forward a lot of different things um, to be at this place. And again, it really is swapping my 30s with my 20s because I don't want to live my 30s like I did my 20s, which is working hard, setting up shelter, right? <laughs> how, much, how much shelter do I have to build before I can have fun? So, yeah. That's basically the cave can only get so big. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Man, I will say this though. You Brandon, give yourself some credit though, right? Because we all know a lot of twenty year olds who had babies who still lived in their twenties. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's true. So to speak. And so it, it goes a long way to say that like, you know, you put your family first, you made the right sacrifices and you know, you built something that will hopefully allow you to achieve what your goals are for thirty. So I encourage you to keep going, man, because I Love to hear that, you know, your family is all taken care of. Your hard work is over with and you can my tie for the rest of your life. So <laughs> good luck, brother. I hope to see you there, man. Yeah. Well, wait till we're hit 20 years in the industry, right? Or ah. whatever you want to call it. Wish you can do another podcast and see where we're at then. That should this be really interesting. Thing, man. Are we going to be 40 year olds doing podcasts? So embarrassed. Would you guys still be listening? <laughs> Being a 40s in a podcast where we're like, oh, still so where are you ourselves. Uh, hopefully, it'll be. Like, oh man, I still wish I could do this. <laughs> game, game, damn, incorporated <laughs> by that point. No, but I was gonna say that brings up a good ass point, dude. If we're still, yep, make sure you unchain yourself and you. <laughs> no, our goal for still us still working for the man. Yeah, is that we've unchained game junk unchained <laughs> now. So, yeah, hopefully, so there will be a point we'll hit our main goals, uh, whatever you want to call it, or you know, uh, yeah, it's weird to think in 10 more years, let's just say, like, that'll be 20 year mark of being in an industry. Uh, I'm sure we've gone through a lot of different, you know, paths, and but it's just more like, how will we think? Like, do we have more goals again? I, I mean, I'm sure we have other aspirations and all that, but this it's just like, in terms of the industry, it's like, all right, well, we'll end it like this, right? The next 10 years, right. I don't want to be a 40 year old who has a lead that's 30 years old. <laughs> what? It's not an ego thing. He doesn't thing. want to be a 40 year old that has a lead that's 30 years old. That's, that's yeah, you want to be a director? No, I mean, that's the way it works, right? I mean, project per project, you're going to have leads and they're going to 
their age is going to vary. But if I become a 40-year-old still in the industry, more, more than likely I'll have a lead that's younger than me, right? Uh, just based on where I am now and where I want to be, uh, that's going to be uh, pretty bitter. <laughs> I don't think I can be able to sit down. Uh, and it's not even a pride thing. It's more like a disappointment in myself to not mm. be away from all yeah. that. Like, I want to be at home, uh, especially, and deciding where uh, I am, right? Instead of having to work because I need the money, right? Um, and that's not a diss to anyone who's 40, who's working, right? <coughs> it's more where I am right now for the next 10 years. If I want to hit the goals I want to hit, which is to travel, which is to, you know, spend time more with family and friends than more at work, right? I basically want to work maybe one hour a day. <laughs> if that's my goal, then working for someone else is definitely never going to get me there. So uh, that's my personal thing that I don't want to see myself being in the position. All right. Honestly, I'll tell you my 10-year goal. My 10-year yeah. goal is I made one big game uh, and I cashed out. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere between one and four years from now, I want to be a full-time automotive mechanic for myself. Yeah. Like not for other people, not like working at mining key, but literally I have my three, four cars and I have my family and that's it. That's I got like four years left. So I need these next two projects monster hits. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be a full-time mechanic. <laughs> yeah. How about you, V? Where do you want to be? Uh it's weird to say, but I still see myself working in terms of like being a senior role kind of, I mean, I know people like that now that's in their forties, they're uh, being a senior role and just kind of working. That's the one thing I see. It's like hitting my goals, the ones that uh, in terms of career goals. But at that point, I think I'll just settle and just like probably if, if anything is to be stable, like mm -hmm. have a stable job at that point where I can see myself being there for years. Um, that or secondly was the one I mentioned earlier. I was like going back to video games or doing something with you guys or you know something uh, company like uh, we're making a game together kind of thing. We're making bigger influence in some ways instead of just being the guy being told what to do. Um, mm -hmm. I can do either one. That's like one of those things I could see myself doing. Um, I don't see myself retiring or anything. Uh, but maybe my fifties or something is where I'm like, all right, I'm done with you guys. Like, mm -hmm. this is where I, I retire from the industry. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's it's a weird one. I just hope I hit the the main goals that I wanted to hit, and then uh, after that, just I think be able to choose where I want to be and just stay there, kind of thing. So. I think that's really ultimately all all three of our goals: just having the option. Right? It could yes. be staying in the industry. But at the same time, it could be yeah, work for yourself. But having that option, I feel, is the most important thing that all three of us want, right? Just having that choice. Be able to choose, yeah, that choice. I mean, we do technically have our choice now to be, you know, but in terms of, like, uh, people wanting you, I guess, or, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, man. Ten years. Congratulations, you guys. We've made it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, I, will, I, I mean, before we end, I do want to say one thing. 
fact that we're you us right here is still friends and you know it's 10 years down the line we're still all close to yeah. one another you know yeah. that's that's really cool to 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 have each other's each each other in our lives um years hopefully you know we don't somehow leave each other's circles or anything yeah um, i mean and you guys are pretty close i mean you guys are this close to leaving yeah i was kicking you guys out <laughs> no nah. um, i gotta say this shout out to caesar rivera you're still here with us but even even though we started as four and we're, we're three right now that yeah. statement is still, still here with us buddy. Still with us. i mean that's a 75 percent is good I mean, <laughs> yeah. but now we're still Passing close with him still so happy for you brother yeah all right all right guys well it is an hour and 13 minutes in i have nothing left to say other than i'm so glad we got to spend this time together i'm so glad the last 10 years has been filled with friendship ups and downs but you know that's just how it goes that's the rocky road uh no rhyme this time good night this is brandon <laughs> fam i'll see you guys next week Hmm? <clears throat> oh, you guys want? Oh, oh, thank you for having me, you guys. Uh, <laughs> just edit that in. Not edited. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.